Hello guys and welcome to the Peaks and Valleys podcast. On this podcast, we talk coffee, culture, and mental health. I'm your host, Jonathan Coggins, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle Ridgely. What's up guys? My name is Kyle. So glad you're joining us and I hope you enjoy this episode. What is up, Peaks and Valleys fam? Welcome to another episode of the Peaks and Valleys podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Coggins, and I'm joined by my co-host, as you all know, the one and only Kyle Ridgely. What's up? So we are back after a couple of week hiatus, um, a little little break, a little um, preparing and planning, but we're back. We're so happy and excited to be back with you guys. Um, Hope you've gotten a chance to listen to the first two episodes of this new season. The first one talking about addiction and walking with uh, a loved one and people in our lives that may be dealing with addiction. And then um, the second one being a cultural issue and the insurrection and how we as people and we as the church can respond to that. Um, So we hope you've gotten a, a chance to check out the first two episodes, like I said, of this new season. Um, but we're so glad to be back with you guys this week. Um, and th- this week we're going to be talking about um, entering into the pain of somebody else. And with a lot of things that we talked about in season one and, and even, you know, we're talking about now, we just, we believe these are um, important things to talk about um, to equip you guys um, and, and so we can walk alongside people, um, whether that be a cultural issue or um, somebody struggling in their mental health, um, or if you're somebody that does struggle in your mental health, give, give you guys some equipment, some hope, and uh, brighter days ahead, brighter days ahead. So in this episode, we're talking about, again, entering into somebody's pain, and we're, we're going to talk about why that's so important in caring for somebody and walking along somebody, what that means, what entering into somebody's pain means, somebody's trauma, um, stuff they're dealing with, entering into that. And I want to start us out, um, kind of the first point that, that me and Kyle want to you know dialogue about with you guys is active listening. Active listening is an, an important kind of starting role in, you know, entering into um, this care relationship and entering into caring for this person and, and really getting to um, the root of what's going on in their lives, um, understand it better um, so we can move forward and help them um, what is active listening? Um, one one way I, I like to put it, and, you know, Kyle, I want to hear your thoughts after this, um, but listening to understand instead of listening to be understood by the other person. Listening to, to really, again, enter into and understand the pain that this person has been through, the trauma, whatever they're going through or dealing with. Um, That's kind of, you know, how I would define 
Um, and there, there, there's more um, layers that we're going to talk about, but, you know, kind of off the top, um, entering into somebody's pain, active listening, um, listening because you want to understand this person. Um, yeah, what's your, what's your thoughts, Colin, on that first point? Just active listening, what it means to you, how we can actively listen to people and enter into their pain and suffering and care for them. I think it starts really uh, when we we look at what we call active listening. These are a lot of what you'd call soft skills when talking to someone, um, when hearing from someone and really taking an active part in listening to someone's story, uh, whether that be a traumatic experience, whether that be just a, a maybe a struggle that someone's having in a certain season of life, maybe relational issues. Um, they just need to somebody to hear them and truly listen. Um, I think the first point that I would make when um, participating in a care type of relationship and also exhibiting active listening, um, I think it comes down to body language, first of all. Um, body language, I think, is very important. Um, to It's another way without really using words that we show this person that we are listening, um, that we are actively engaged in what they're saying. Um, an example would be um, you might not lean back and kind of nonchalantly listen. You might lean forward and, and kind of you're leaning into their conversation. Um, maybe even uh, eye contact would be a very important uh, body language that you would have with a person. Um, you know, we have a tendency when we're listening to people, uh, either on our phone or kind of uh, glancing off into space or we're looking at other things, things like that. I get like that, um, where, <laughs> you know, something comes along, it's like squirrel, right? <laughs> but reality is, is that we want to engage them, the per people that we're actually hearing and listening to and helping, um, we want to, to show that we're actually actively listening with our whole selves. And that starts with body language. Um, I think another way uh, that we exhibit uh, active listening is not trying to think of a response before we actually hear the person. Um, what I see is nine times out of ten, you know, friendships, whatever, it's a coworker, a friend in your life, a family member, a lot of times they just want to hear, they, they want to see that you're just listening to them. They, they don't necessarily need advice right away. It might lead to advice. It might lead to, uh, hey, maybe we could do this or maybe we could do this to help you. Uh, but really, and honestly, they're just wanting in that moment, especially in a time of significant pain, to be heard and understood. Um, so I think really and honestly seeking to not have a response for something, but just try to understand what they're saying. Um, and there's ways to do that. Uh, there's a lot of different ways that we could do that. Um, even uh, beyond that, in that kind of relationship, is first of all, we want to get the whole story. So maybe asking some questions that are open-ended. Uh, don't leave it as a yes or no, but more some open, broader questions that lead to an actual response more than just a one word or a one phrase uh, that they can expound upon. It also shows them that you are interested. You want to dig in with them. Um, I'd say another way would be the way you use your words um, to kind of pull out their story, if you will. 
So one way would be uh, just using filler words or using uh, kind of a feedback word that you would give uh, where you'd say, uh-huh, or you would acknowledge like, really? Oh, really? Just giving that, that's showing that you're actively engaged in that particular person. They're going to want to speak more when you're kind of, it's kind of like you're, you're cheering them on in a sense when you say, oh, really? I didn't know that. Or, you know, oh, uh-huh, I gotcha. You know, things like that, that just shows verbally that you're wanting more from them and you're welcoming welcoming that to the table. Um, I think one, I guess, last way you'd say would also be uh, reflecting uh, to them, restating, if you will. Um, oh, so you're saying this happened and because of this, this happened. Um, and then I think another side of that same coin is just stating, wow, that feels hard or stating an emotional language like, wow, that seems like you're very sad. Um, that that all around those those key points that I gave shows this active listening engagement between two people um, to do that. So, yeah, man, and I I love the points you brought up about the fillers. You know, um, the it's such a simple thing, but simply just saying, "I hear you," or you know, acknowledging what the painful experience they just shared with us, like how powerful that shows the person say, Hey, I'm here with you, like in this, you know, I'm, I'm engaged, I'm listening and I care. Um, and then that other point, um, you talked about, um, using, using that emotional language in this heightened, you know, emotional conversation as we're caring for people, acknowledging that something was hard, acknowledging that something was traumatic and acknowledging that, you know, something was stressful, um, whatever they, you know, somebody shares with us. Um, I think we, we downplay those simple soft skills that are so powerful in the active listening process and really caring for people. They're important things, you know, um, in being able to enter into somebody's pain and, you know, really, Foster that honest conversation. Um, so, but we will be right back. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to um, close these things out with a few more points. And we are back and. The first thing I really want to start with, um, coming back from our break, um, is the why. Why Why are we talking about this? Why are we talking about active listening? Why are we talking about caring for people? Because we believe on this podcast that everyday lay people can be equipped to care for people that are struggling. There is the place for counselors, psychologists, etc. We don't expect you to be anybody's counselor or psychologist. There, There's the place for that. But this is meant to equip you, the everyday lay person, to walk with other everyday people that are struggling, that have pain, that have trauma, and, and knowing these skills that we can utilize um, to walk with those people. Um... 
And so that that's our heart in in, in this episode and in, in talking about a lot of the things that we talk about. I'm um, just to equip you guys again. It's just everyday lay people um, knowing that that you have the tools and resources to to care for people. Um, and so I want to go ahead and jump into um, our next points, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about um, identifying somebody's pain. Okay, we talked about the importance of entering into um, somebody's pain, how active listening plays a big role in that. Um, how do we identify the the pain or the trauma? How do we pinpoint it, identify it, so we can enter into that? How how and care for this person? Um, Kyle talked to us a little bit how what skills, what things we do to identify somebody's pain, so we can enter into it, care for this person. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think that was a. Uh very good how you went ahead and explained that and, and, and talked about that and what we seek to do here. Um, and so what, I, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go in and, and kind of talk about some, some key points. What does it mean to identify with someone's pain or suffering or struggle? Whatever word you want to fill in there. But identifying that. When we hear someone's story, um, we got to get to the main root of what, what's going on in their lives. Like what it, what is getting them hung up? What is... Um, what are some emotions? What are some um, main areas of their life that seem heavy um, that we can we can help with that we can um, support? So when we look at somebody and we say, okay, we've heard their story, we've looked at all these different things, we're still kind of talking with them. This is probably in the middle of that active listening stage. Um, what are some things we want to look for when we're identifying somebody's where they're hung up at? Um, so what I like to listen for when I'm just having normal everyday conversation with people who need help, just need somebody to listen, uh, need a listening ear, um, is that I will always listen, listen for particular things in the way they speak. Um, and I know we've, we've mentioned this in some other podcasts, but I would look for emotional talk when somebody uses a lot of emotional language um, maybe something happened or a relational issue. Um, they're going to use a lot of, of emotional language to identify those things. Like he just made me feel so, or she made me feel so that would be an example. Um, also I would think self-talk, uh, when somebody speaks about themselves like, Oh, I'm just so stupid. I shouldn't have done that. Um, I just feel so, uh, feel so useless or worthless, uh, those are kind of some things to also look out for. And then also would be, I think, spiritual or God talk when they mention some things about, you know, uh, maybe uh, God must not like me or God must made a mis- made, have made a mistake if he made me or things like that. So those are kind of some things that I always look for because usually those are kind of some red flags to kind of kind of see where they're kind of hung up on in a lot of different things. They could be uh, kind of hanging on to some things that aren't necessarily true. And we might know that. Um, but in their struggle, we, we know in our own struggle that when, when things seem dark and gloomy, we we can't see past all those things that are going on internally within us. So, man, great, great points, Kyle. Um, I love that. And, um, I, I think, and, and we'll talk about it towards the end of this episode, but I think, uh, you know, there, there's a conversation about self-awareness in there. Um, knowing the places that we 
have been at those points. Um, you know, really understanding ourselves. Um, so um, we we find those points in the conversation with other people that say, hey, like, that sounds familiar. You know, mm. so I'm going to pay mm. attention to that. Mm. Um, next point that I, that I want to hit on um, in entering into somebody's pain and really being able to care for people um, is, is normalizing people's responses to pain or trauma. Some responses we get may be very, um, from the offset, could be off-putting, could be, make us kind of nervous, you know, some emotional talk, you know, there may be some some self-harm that comes into the, into play. Um, but, but normalizing these responses to pain and trauma instead of being off put or like, you know, this makes me uncomfortable, you know, really saying like, I understand the way that you are responding to this. I understand. And it, and it, your response is even normal. Okay. And I, I think that really, to me, kind of changes the dynamic of um, this care relationship in a big way when you normalize it. When, but because just thinking back to times that that I personally have been through struggles, you know, the thoughts that I had were, you know, stuff along the lines of I feel crazy or, you know, because I feel this way, I'm responding this way. And when I had people come and say, you know, I, I understand why you're reacting this way. I understand why you're reacting to this this stressful time or this anxious time or this trauma that you've been through. And so it really helped me to open up and receive the care I needed. And so I, I think normalizing, again, normalizing people's responses to pain and trauma, um, it, it, to me, again, just, just based off my own experience, um, really changes the direction of um, the the relationship, the care relationship. And, and I think it I think it fosters more vulnerability and honesty when we're able to um, normalize um, and, and affirm people's responses um, to pain and trauma in their lives. Yeah, and I think a, an example of that would be is uh, one of uh, many people who walk alongside people with with uh, trauma and and grief and and different hard emotions to tackle. Um, we would we often see, or at least I often see, um, that grief it, it's a complex thing. Example would be grief. Um, there's a lot of emotions kind of intertwined is tangled up if you will um where they almost ask the question i feel crazy am i crazy and the reality is no you're not crazy you're 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 exhibiting an emotional response to something that's difficult and hard and we need to be able to do that with everyday relationships just understanding that hey what you're feeling is normal you know you feel crazy because there's just all these things going on you're not crazy this is normal the only thing that would be outside of the realm of not normal is harming themselves or others. So outside of that, the emotions that they're feeling and, and, and they're, it's kind of bubbling up, if you will, in the stories that they're telling you, 
it's okay that they're dealing with this because as you know if you've been through something hard you can identify really quickly that it's a lot of mixed emotions you're here you're there you're high you're low and so just understand that just understanding that there is a lot of tangled emotions that come from that and we almost feel crazy you know and so um the 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 idea of normalizing is just coming to a place of understanding that hey i've been here too may not be the exact situation but i felt this way too so yeah yeah man yeah and the last thing i really want to kind of you know tie this all together wrap this all up um is a is a big foundational piece to um, entering into somebody's pain, active listening, um, normalizing, um, is empathy. Is empathy. That's really what a lot of this has to do with. Um, and empathy is, you know, really just equal footing with somebody else's pain. Um, like knowing that you, again, like Kyle said, you may not have dealt with this exact same situation but you you have also suffered as a human being you have also been through a painful or possibly traumatic experience so you're able to have deep empathy and and that's 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 the vehicle to, into entering somebody's pain and then the you know the these are all just building blocks and tools um just to, just to flourish in this care relationship. A verse I want to read, um, it comes out of 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, starting in verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. He comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any kind of affliction. Through the comfort we ourselves receive from God. And I know Kyle's read this verse on the podcast before, um, but but I think it just fits many situations, um, especially this, knowing that we have suffered in ways in our life. We, we have a God that has met us in that suffering. And so, in turn, we, we don't have to. We get to. We get to enter into people's pain. Um with the comfort that God has given us. That's that's how we're able to have this empathy. That's how we're able to care for people well because we've been comforted um, in our suffering. And so we just in turn, and we get to do that uh, for and with others. Um, and so we, we're, just, we're just glad to be able to have these conversations. And, and again, just to equip you guys as, as lay everyday people um, to walk alongside hurting uh, people because the world we live in right now, you look around, there's a lot of hurting people. Um, and, and our hearts is just for you guys to be equipped for you guys to be encouraged and anybody that is suffering, um, to, to be encouraged that, uh, we love you. We care about you. And, um, there are people that, that want to enter in your pain and, and walk alongside with you. Yeah, and I, I want to also mention too, um, and this has been mentioned in another podcast where we dealt with trauma, and uh, uh, Jessica Harris, a social worker, was on, and she talked about uh, walking al- alongside people who who are dealing with uh, post traumatic stress or stress uh, related to a 
stressful event, um, the mental health first aid courses. Um, that would be an amazing um, resource for everyone who is listening. If you want to learn more, if you want to get more equipped on how you as an everyday person can walk alongside people who are hurting. And we'll put that in the link uh, just so that you can peruse it again for those who are joining us for the first time or maybe uh, you just didn't, at that time, you weren't that interested or didn't have enough time. But we'll, we'll go ahead and put that link there uh, for you to uh, look at on your on your leisure and find some classes that are offered by professionals in your area. They're offered uh, very often and by uh, well-known professionals in your area who want to seek to equip just like we are here on this podcast so awesome awesome well thank you guys for joining us for another episode of the peaks and valleys podcast um subscribe um leave us a review if you enjoy this podcast um give us your thoughts give us your genuine thoughts what are what have you gained from this podcast um what could be better if there is anything um we love hearing from you guys um share with your friends um that you think this could be fruitful for somebody um so we love you guys and we'll catch you guys on the next episode